Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks podcast. I'm Jim Haney. And I'm Leah Wetzel. And I'm Mandy Nunes. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Recovery Talks. So today, Leah and I have Mandy with us. Mandy's a new, new staffer with the team, assistant director. Welcome, Mandy. Thank you. And we are just coming off of the Recovery Conference, our annual event for members of MPN on our big Recovery Conference. A lot of work, a lot of work goes into it. <laughs> and so some of us are still recovering. <laughs> it's uh, it's easy to underestimate it, right? I mean, I guess I'll ask you guys because this is your first one as a staffer. So how was it for you? What, you know, you're, you're on the behind the scenes part. So how was that, you know, the intensity of everything? I feel like... A recovery conference is a lot different than just, you know, other conferences and events that you're, whether you're visiting, you know, sharing your experience, strength and hope, or, or whether you're there to listen. Um, there's something different about a recovery conference because we're all there for that similar reason, um, recovery. And so you're in a room full of people that have, you know, we have, we all have our individual unique stories, but a lot of them are, you know, there's a lot of similar background there. Yeah. You know, um, trauma, overcoming. And then what's even more exciting is when you're surrounded by your peers that are in the workforce with peer support. Yeah. Um, being able to meet faces that you've only seen on an email or be able to see folks in person that you've only seen over Zoom. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like some people are shorter than you imagined them. <laughs> yeah, like like Mandy, Mandy <laughs> and Jamie, you know, powerful, strong women. Yeah. But little short things. Yeah. Yeah. Dynamite I'm... comes in small packages. Dynamite yeah. comes in small packages. Yeah. How how is that for you, Mandy? I mean, you're you're really new. You've only been with us, you know, a few few weeks, a month, maybe. Yeah, you know. a month. Yeah. So yeah. the day of the recovery conference, I had been at MPN oh. exactly a month. Okay. Somebody oh, asked me that. Wow. Yeah. Somebody asked me that at the conference. They said, "How long have you been the assistant director?" And I said, "A month today." Yeah. You know, I had gone to the recovery conference in 2019 so I had some idea of kind of how it would play out that you know there was workshops and there was awards and a big lunch together and lots of networking and so I I felt like I had an idea of what mm-hmm. that was going to look like but it was my first really big project to work on for MPN helping put that together and line out 
you know, what workshops were going to go where, making the program. And mm-hmm. it was super cool to be on that side of it and to mm. get, I think there was a lot of, I felt a lot of pride when I was sure. standing up there, knowing yeah. that seeing everybody's faces light up and how happy they were. And um, that was super cool. I feel like I was running around a lot and I yep. was really busy, which yeah. I like. Yeah, I like 500 things going on at once. It kind of keeps me from getting overly anxious. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And then presenting, it was the first time presenting mm-hmm. at the conference as well. Mm-hmm which I really enjoy doing. And I think that went really well to see all the people in the audience at the workshop that we presented to nodding their heads in agreement mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. those connections is really powerful and really humbling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You, you put the whole program together. You, you organize the workshops and order. Agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I bet I bet you did feel a lot of pride. That was great. And it, it really, the conference went almost without a hitch. I mean, there was a couple little things behind the scenes, but we were able to adapt and overcome those things pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've been doing this a lot of years, and some years there's stuff, like there's things that happen, you know, and you're like, oh, geez, and you're trying to scramble and you know, I mean, we've had people not facilitators not show up to a workshop. Yeah. And then, you know, and you're trying to fill this. How do we fill this? Can we do something different? Or, you know, it really went well, <laughs> like really from from start to finish. Um, I'm always amazed at how fast it goes. Yeah. Once it starts that morning, I think it's seven o'clock. I come down, you know, and it. I look down the hall and there's already people showing up, you know, there's already people milling around and it's like the next thing, you know, it's six o'clock and we're, we're cleaning up. We're putting everything away. I'm always amazed right. every time that, that how fast yeah. it just, it just goes so fast. Yeah. But it was, it was so nice to see everybody, you know, kind of what you were saying, Leah, like, you know, to see everybody. And I know I talked about this in the, in the opening, you know, with COVID and being separated and not being able to do these things. And I mean, we had two years of no conference. Mm. So getting everybody back together, getting everybody in a room and the power of that, of people in recovery in one room was really, you know, that was it felt really good, really, really good. Yeah. I just want to share one thing with you, Jim, is I'm sitting there. Um, I, Calvin and I are standing there before it started. Mm-hmm. We see Thomas coming down, his backpack on and smiling. We're like, hey, you know, because we're all from Great Falls. And yeah. we all, all three of us did events for their drop-in center and, we're sitting there we're like, oh, yeah, we're excited. Thomas is like, ah, oh, geez, you know, I wanted to see yours, but it's sort of the same time as mine. And I'm like, yeah, that's just so exciting. And then he says, but you know what's so awesome is that we're here, you know, what, 11 years, but he said 10 years. 
after your boss developed a workforce. I mean, he developed a workforce and he starts going sure. into it. And sure. I'm like, that. that is really cool. And I just want to, you know, you always tell us to celebrate the little things and the big things. Yeah. 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 I, I was just going to agree with that. You know, I, you're pretty, you're a pretty humble individual and I, you don't pat yourself on the back a ton. You don't, you're not full of ego out there. Look what I've done, you know, by any means, but, but there's truth in that, that we wouldn't have all been in that room together celebrating, you know, recovery and, and the work that we've all been able to do to help others and to, you know, reshape the way the behavioral health system in this state works Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for you know your heart being in it years ago and the work that you've done so we appreciate that you took the step and that you started to lead the way you're creating other leaders because you're a great leader yeah oh yes thanks thanks you know yeah i mean that's what the awards are about you know that's when, when I think about recovery conferences over the years, that's always my favorite part is the recognition of the work that, you know, people like Jamie are doing or Don Roberts are doing, right? Zach, you know, it, I, I think those of us who work in this field, I feel like not just in Montana, but over the years, I've got to know a lot of other states. I've been able to travel to other states, consult with other states. I've been grantees with other states, you know. And there's kind of a lack of acknowledgement of this work in general. And the work, you know, in Montana is similar to the work going on in Nebraska or Georgia or Florida, or, you know, you could pick whatever state. And there is kind of a lack of that. There's kind of a lack of these, these individuals who are leading the way in their state and they're doing things like starting companies. And, and I don't mean just like Montana's peer network. I mean, there's people who are starting companies like, you know, Don Roberts, right? We gave him drop-in center of the year award. I mean, he's running a recovery home. He's running a drop-in center. He's working in the treatment court. He's a leader in his community. He represents recovery in his community. And if you live in Billings, you might not know that <laughs> because it's in that community. It's in his particular community. And, and so that was something we instilled in the conferences from the very beginning that we need to acknowledge people and give them an award that they can feel good about. And it's a reminder that sits in your office <laughs> and other people will see it. And then maybe they'll say, oh, wow, that's great. Oh, you got this award. And, you know, and to acknowledge that, because I think we have to encourage people to continue to do it because the, the, the battle, the struggle can be so difficult at times that people stop. They say, this is too hard. I can't do this. The fight is too long. It's too difficult. There's too many obstacles, all those sort of excuses. And then there's life. Sometimes life gets in the way. 
And so people leave, and I've seen over the years in Montana and in other organizations across the country, people leave, you know, because there isn't, they're not achieving things. They're not being acknowledged and they're working really hard. So for me, it's, I love the awards part. And we gave out four awards this year and it was great. Peer supporter of the year. You know, Mandy, you did the 20, 2021 because we couldn't do the conference last year. And even that, I mean, just like, think about it. There's 200 peer supporters and you're saying this individual, Lisa Clark, in this case, 2021, is the, is, is the top peer supporter. We're going to recognize the work. And now Lisa, Lisa gets the joy and the good feelings of, of yeah. doing. And no one can take that away. It, you know, no one can take that away. She's always going to have that. You know, 2022, 23, 24, 25, whatever. You know, if she decides to go on or do something else, that, that'll never go away. She can put that on a resume, take that with her. And I think about the new peer supporter who's sitting in the audience. Watching. Watching. Yeah. I remember the 2019 conference seeing the awards mm-hmm. and being really inspired by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and really wanting to like get an award, you know, that's yeah. a big deal. Yes. Yeah. There's only one. There's, there's only, there's only one. one. Yeah. <laughs> We're not yeah. giving them out to everybody. Right. Yeah. So. It was, that was one of my favorite parts of yeah. the recovery conference was getting to present that award to Lisa. Um, you know, she's a, she's a friend of mine and I know what she went through in 2020 and 2021 and you know the type of things that she persevered through and overcame I mean she was out there supporting other people in their recovery um you know after burying her daughter to to an overdose that's that's a a lot to bear that's a lot of grief to bear and to be able to show up and give that kind of compassion and support to people, even though, she, you know, she needed her own kind of compassion and support mm-hmm. was just really profound. I wish she could have been there. It really, it really made me happy, though, to be able to stand up in front of everybody and deliver the words she wrote for her speech. And yeah, to see all of those people, I mean, every one of the awards got a standing ovation. I mean, it's inspirational to everybody in the audience. Yeah. The other acknowledgement that I enjoy doing is right in the morning when we first kind of open up and, you know, to get people excited, we, we give away t-shirts and, you know, right. Um, And we've tried different things over the years, you know, with the conference, we've had a comedian come in one year and open the conference, you know, something humorous. Um, but but when we ask, you know, I ask that question of the audience, you know, who has the most time in recovery, right? And they get a they get a recovery T-shirt, you know. I mean, it was like I, I can't remember the first one. It was like Berta was like thirty four years or something, you know, like. And then and then Alton is like thirty eight years, like, wow, you know, really like wow. But then we ask the other question, 
which is the shortest time in recovery. And and the guy said, was it a couple two, months, a couple months, two months, three months, something like Wow. You know, right. And and they were sitting pretty close together. They weren't at the same table, but they were pretty sitting pretty close together. And you just think about that and the impact for both of them, you know. Yes. yes. You're in this room, there's all these people. Okay, we're all in recovery, but then when you start asking what's the guy what's the guy with three months thinking is he thinking we're all here with a year in recovery or you know what i mean yeah and and vice versa the alton with 38 years or berta you know 34 years there's the new there's the new guy who's just starting out right and they both got standing ovations too i think that's that's also the power. It's not just, you know, like, yep, let's give standing ovations to the awards and that's amazing and really inspirational, but it's the celebrating of recovery too. I mean, the guy with two months got a standing ovation the same way that the guy that got yeah. 38 years did. And that's, that's yeah. because we did it. We did it to some degree the same way, you know, it's, it's one day at a time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not always easy. Um, being in recovery is not always easy. The, the work that we do individually to, you know, maintain and grow is challenging it sometimes, especially when you throw life into the mix. You know, life throws sure. curveballs. But yeah. I, I think it's almost more important to celebrate, yeah. you know, the person with a week or the person with 60 days or six months. Um, Cause that's when it's the hardest is in early recovery. And each one yeah. of those days when you're brand new is a win. They're all wins. Yeah. And you get to the point after a couple of years where that does become kind of your routine, your recovery mm -hmm. becomes your routine where, you know, not recovery and not being well was your routine for a long time, whether yeah. that's mental health or substance use, mm -hmm. you get used right. to a different life. But man, when you're early on, nothing about that is comfortable. Right. 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 Definitely. I, I want to say that the applause for him, uh, the gentleman with only, he said a couple months, like it yeah. was three months. He was downplaying his own. Yeah. And I yeah. think when Jim said an hour, uh, a day, like, you know, you were being real and he spoke yeah. up and I heard everybody just like start screaming and yeah, and applause. And I think that he got more recognition and acknowledgement than, than the other yeah. one, yeah. which they, you know, most recovery rooms tell us the elders in those rooms tell us they're the most important yes the newcomers the newcomers the most important person in the room and that's why yeah 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 i think about and and i don't know this i i didn't know him um as one of our members but i mean that could be his first event like his first recovery event he's so new in recovery i mean maybe he's been to meetings and stuff but you know the first kind of big event how cool is that like yeah i didn't go to some big event in the first in the first few years of my 
of my recovery. You know, what, what a great opportunity to be exposed to so many people. Yeah. And there's always a lot of good energy around the conference. You know, there's always just a lot of good, a lot of hugs and handshakes and smiles and laughing. And it's always a very positive, uplifting experience. Everybody's really into it and, and fired up and, you know, <clears throat> it was, it was good. Even, even right to the end, you know, when we raffled off the TV, you know, people were, people were like, really, they were really pumped up, you know. I missed that. I was already doing my other workshop. Oh, yeah, that they were really, there was, yeah, there was a whole crowd there and people were really, they were really excited. And a peer supporter from Helena got the TV. And I didn't know that. I actually didn't know <clears throat> who she was because you mentioned this, Leah. Some people we've never met because of COVID, because we've been, I had only talked to her on the phone. So I actually didn't know her name until, until later. It was good. It was really good. And what a way to celebrate recovery month. September is national recovery month. If you don't know what that is, or you you're curious about that, you can go to recoverymonth.gov and they have, you can put all, you know, states all have different events going on throughout the entire month. Our big thing is always the conference and just celebrating that. So, yeah. So Leah, what's your, what's your big, what's your takeaway moments from the 2022 recovery conference? What's your takeaway? For me, events, period, uh, recovery, behavioral health events, they're, they're not new to me. I want to say that I get introduced to them by my, in my first year, I want to say mm. in my first year. And that was due to the sober life. And, and then once I was out of the drug court program, um, you know, I started doing events. Thomas Reisberg, he just kind of let me go. You know, mm -hmm. let me start, you know, setting those things up, developing them. And, and so it's always different. Like I said earlier, it's always different when we're coming together for recovery. And it's always different when, when, you know, the majority or a lot of are there, uh, due to peer support. I know with my story, I was supported by a peer supporter through, you know, a very hard time of my life. Mm -hmm. um, I was offered victim services and peer support. I tried them both and the peer support worked, you know, and mm -hmm. so I was able to share that experience mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. also able to give others a platform, whether they're on the subcommittee or, or their talents, mm -hmm. give them a platform to share their story, their experience, strength and hope, and just to sit back and be able to watch them feel that good feeling that we get when we when we open up that you know working our way through those motions of being nervous and excited and mm -hmm. all those things um but also to be able to see our audience and just see them connect with what mm -hmm. we're sharing um we had a great criminal justice one but i'd have to say the native american the tribal relations one afterwards i mean it was so packed there was people were standing up in the back mm -hmm. Nice. Um, and uh, somebody had said, 
oh, it's Nikki. She's like, it was really powerful to see two strong men sit there nodding their heads next to you when you're sitting there talking about the power of being a woman and mm. and women being the life givers and those types of things. Nice. But um, I didn't realize it. Nikki said when I was talking about certain things, they were like, oh, right here, like looking in the handout. So just talking about this. And she said, um, some guy kept writing notes and it was, uh, it was Jamie and Daniel, Daniel, it was Daniel writing notes, Mm. which I thought was really cool because I know he's doing his tour of the drop or got done with his tour at the drop-in centers and, you know, there's tribal drop-in centers and hopefully Mm -hmm. more. Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool. Showed some humility and humbleness when sitting there wanting to learn about about um about us. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's great. How about you, Mandy? What's your what's your takeaway? <gasps> your moment. I we I there's so much more work to be done. Mm. There's yeah. so much more work to be done in the behavioral health system and even in, you know, our our role in that. I really enjoy doing the criminal justice presentation too. I have my mugshots from the last two times that I was arrested and mm-hmm. I keep them. I have them on my phone and I don't mm-hmm. look at them all the time. And I, and I don't, you know, part of being, you know, almost seven years in recovery so I don't think about my old life all the time I don't think about what I looked like or the person that I used to be Mm -hmm. or the things that I used to do but I get to use those things to make an impact Mm -hmm. on other people Mm -hmm. and you know I used I used my mugshots my mugshot in one of the slides we used for the criminal justice presentation and it's so powerful I think, and I can see it on the faces of other people, you know, when I'm standing up there and I'm all put together and I'm the assistant director and I'm, you know, helping Mm -hmm. put on this amazing conference and they see me and then I point to my mugshot Mm -hmm. and they get to, you know, it's like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. like that, that's recovery. Like that, that's the goal. And it just, to be able to share my journey with others, you know, that I do have, I was in the criminal justice system. I am a treatment court graduate. You know, I've worked in this industry for a while and being able to take all of those experiences to help other people and to help shape the industry we work in to be kinder more supportive Mm -hmm. um you know to to reduce stigma to change policies to yeah remove barriers like that's a it's a big deal to me never you know eight or nine years ago when i was you know sitting in jail thinking i was going to go to prison never in a million years did i imagine that i would be 
at a recovery conference, you know, making a presentation using my mugshot and trying to, you know, <laughs> inspire other people. Never yeah. did I think that was going to be my mm. life. Mm. And it just goes to show that we can have far more than we even think is possible. We don't believe it early on, but man, we really, really can. We can have lives that are beyond anything that we can fathom mm. if we just keep going, you know, one day at a time, like they say, yeah, we can have, we can have something wonderful. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Great. In my article for recovery month, I said, if you can dream it in recovery, it's possible. If you yeah. can dream that right. dream, you can do that. You know, right. People can succeed. Right. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, to close us out, I think, yeah, for me, it's just the, the coming together. I think that was after, after COVID, after two years of COVID and not being able to do these things. And I had that same feeling when we first did a presentation, Lee and I presented in Gallatin County to the the treatment court we were at the the sheriff the detention center and uh i had the same sort of feeling you know that yeah this is what we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to be in front of people we're not supposed to be in front of a video screen <laughs> you know meeting people virtually we're supposed to be in person because there's a there's a connection there's an energy in that room and you feel it throughout the conference and there's a connection that happens for people so that's probably my my biggest takeaway is just feeling that and that reminder of, you know, in-person connection, human connection with each other. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a great, it was a great event and look forward to next year. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. What can we, what can we do to make it even better and make it even, even more uh, exciting and fun and educational yeah yeah right. I, I was already thinking that yeah. by the first one the first yeah. workshop i had a part in yeah. i was already thinking i was already thinking that before we did it yeah. like how what can we do to make it go smoother much yeah yeah all right well we're out of time uh thank you the listener for tuning in again to recovery talks podcast from montana spear network every week we post podcasts and we have guests and we talk about different topics around recovery and peer support. We hope you'll keep tuning in. Any last words, Leah, Mandy? Yeah. Just want to thank everybody for, for showing up and listening and keep going, yeah. keep going yeah. in recovery, right? Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. And if uh, you feel it's heavy on your heart or mind, you want to get your story out there for our listeners get a hold of us and also thank you to all of our loyal listeners we'll be back next week yep bye bye recovery works and recovery is possible recovery works and recovery is possible recovery works recovery is possible recovery is possible <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible recovery works and recovery is possible Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.